Supercar Radio, where great cars never die. And hello there, everybody. Uh, it is the 17th, no, 18th of February, 2006, and uh, I'm very happy to be doing Supercar Radio again. Uh, we have lots of cool content today, including our first story is about a concept that actually just totally flew under my radar. It's the Maserati Pin- Piniferina birdcage concept. This is cool. Okay. And let me tell you why this is cool. First of all, the thing rides about, oh gosh, three inches off the ground. Which I think pretty much lower the better for, for supercars. Also, there there are no doors. The entire front, it, it kind of looks like a, like a very flat jet fighter. <laughs> because the entire front comes, comes upward and... And so both passengers can get in. There are no doors. It just goes, it's just like one huge Lambo door on the front of it. The other thing is, it has a heads up display like an F 15. I mean, this is so cool. So, what it does is takes all your, and the, um, the Corvette has something like this too, takes all of your relevant driving information, you know, speed, uh, temperature outside, you know, all these. All these different things pitch the car sometimes and it will splash it onto this head-up display if you want heads-up display however you want to call it and you can turn this thing on and it will actually project up from the dashboard onto the uh, the wind the screen well <laughs> that's what you would call it if you're British the windshield and you can just, it, it's, you know, it's wireframe, so it's, the thing is still transparent. You can still see what's going on, so really cool. Um, too bad. It's no, it, they said there's no chance it's going to be made. It was more of a kind of a tech demonstration for Maserati, kind of the direction that they want to go. But even though this isn't going to be made, if this is the direction they're going in, I like it. <laughs> you know, I was never a huge Maserati fan, but if they start making cars like this, I will be, because this is incredible. Has a 6-liter V12 engine producing over 700 horsepower. They're assuming that this thing could probably reach 200 miles per hour. And this is from, actually, a new site that I'm going to add to the blog roll, because it is great. I just discovered this site called SeriousWheels.com. These guys know their supercars. There are there are lots of sites out there that claim to be for supercars. They're more of sports car sites, which is great. You know, more sports cars the better. But when they advertise themselves as being supercars, there's a big difference between being a sports car and a supercar. I mean, a Miata is a sports car, so. 
But these guys really have it down. And also I'm going to be adding PistonHeads.com because they really uh, have some great stuff with that. So we're going to add those to the old favorites. Okay, uh, as you probably know, the Geneva Auto Show is coming up in a week or two. And there are actually a couple of things that I have found out about what kind a couple, a few of the models that are going to be displayed there and one of them is this new Pro Drive P2 and this thing it's going to be pretty fast it's a two seater sports car uh gone from a concept to an actual car in 9 months which is pretty amazing i think um Pretty much what the what the design team says is that they wanted to uh, make a perfect, quote, a perfect manifestation of what happens when our inspirational ideas combine with our innovative approach. And I would think that this is, this pretty much fulfills that. Just beautiful styling. The things go into zero to 62 in under four seconds. Uh, 424 pound-feet of torque. This one's going to be hot. So definitely keep your eye on this. And ProDrive, I have heard of before, but it's not one of the bigger supercar makers. So this this car might bring them, you know, kind of out of their shell, so to speak. Very nice interior, so I will definitely post some pictures of that. Okay, something else that's going to be shown at Geneva and... This does not even look like a road car, I have to be honest with you. It actually looks a lot like a Le Mans racer. And when you look at it from the side, it almost looks like the R8, or the, uh, oh, what was that car? The Audi R8, yeah. The the Le Mans racer that was, uh, was so successful over the past four or five years. It almost looks like that, but from the front, it looks even more dominating. So... Really cool car. It's only a one-seater, though, so I don't really understand. I mean, it, it's a great track toy. Uh, 500 horsepower. Zero to six. Okay, this is something else. Zero to 60 in under 2.5 seconds. That's... Whoa. Okay, I don't even know. I'm not sure if that's just what they're projecting or if that's what it's actually going to do or what but that's that's hot <laughs> i mean that's that's crazy so actually i didn't even think that that was possible yet so if if that's true that is amazing in itself however i have to wonder with this car why they would why someone would buy this as under the pretense of it being a road car uh it has one seat it accelerates, you know, like I said, 0 to 60 in under 2.5 seconds, over 200 miles per hour top speed. I just don't know why you would want to drive this thing on the road. There is no cargo space whatsoever either. I mean, and not even a place to put your briefcase when you're working. It's just, so, I mean, definitely a cool track toy, but not something I would want to drive around, not a daily driver kind of car whatsoever. It doesn't even look like it was remotely intended for that. It looks like they took a race car and said, okay, let's put it 
into mass production, well, mass production by supercar terms, and, you know, give it to the public and give them something to drool over. I, you know, of course I haven't driven it, but it just doesn't seem like it's going to work too well against the Ferraris and Lamborghinis of the world. However, it is only $150,000, so it is relatively cheap speed for uh, the competition it's facing. Okay, now this is of particular, or was particularly interesting to me because I'm a Bond fan. This is an announcement from Aston Martin that announces that James Bond, the legendary British secret agent, will drive one of their models in the next 007 film. So right now we're just at concept drawings, but they look very cool. I'm looking at this right now. This car looks, if if it comes out like the sketches, it looks cool. I mean, it looks like a DB9, but it looks like the race version of the DB9, but even more um, aggressive and, you know, very, very curved angles, very, you know, on the, on the doors, it's a very aerodynamic, just looks amazing. This car is going to be cool. So right now, let's see, what are they calling this for the the DBS? That's all we know. So I will definitely post those pictures up there for you. And okay, next we have the Pangai Zonda C12F Roadster. This is another one that's going to appear at Geneva. And there again, there's several cool things about this car. We've seen the Pangini Zonda. I said it wrong the last time. It's actually Pangini. We've seen the Pangini Zonda C12F before, but not in Roadster Edition. And also, it's much lighter than its predecessor, not just because it doesn't have a top, but all... Mm, excuse me. <laughs> also because it does... It does not have any paint. It's just, uh, it's all carbon fiber, all carbon fiber with just a clear coat on it. So that's pretty much, and a red leather interior. Very, very sexy looking. So that, uh, that's going to be very cool. It's going to go over 200 miles per hour, and it's going to be nearly $1 million U.S. dollars they expect, which is just nuts, but... If you had a car that you're going to spend that much money on, I would say this would be one because it is just cool. I mean, this thing has a huge spoiler at the back, probably produces three, four hundred pounds of downforce. Just sweet. <laughs> uh, this this is one of those cars. You know, I've always dreamed if I if I were ever to get into a profession that I could actually buy any of these things. I always dreamed that I'd have enough money to be able to have, like, like the celebrities do, like a stable of them. So then I would have my Aston Martin Vanquish, my Lamborghini Murcielago, my McLaren F1, my Bugatti Veyron, um, a couple others I can't really think of right now. Oh, Ferrari Enzo, there we go. And the Pangini Zonda C12F Roadster. So... I know there'd be more in there, but those are the ones that come to mind. So really, this is... 
I would say this is going to be one of the most desirable cards of this year as far as I have seen. So, uh, Millionaire should have fun with this one. Okay, last last little uh, news bit here. This is from Piston Heads. This is, uh, like I said earlier, one of the websites I'm going to put on the blog roll. It's the Novet- Novatech Rosso F430. Now, this is a Ferrari 430, and a lot of people who have driven this say it's pretty much perfection. Uh, you know, shifts great, great handling, great speed acceleration, everything is pretty much on target. Well, they uh, this company actually totally tricked this thing out. It's not like your, you know, neon lights kind of <laughs> tricking out. It's they put a body kit on this. First of all, it looks stunning. I mean, even more so than regular uh, F40, uh, F40s, F430s. And it increases downforce, makes it more stable, and also just looks great. I mean, it's just cool. And then the other thing that they do is they soup up the engine, they replace the the exhaust system, they make the exhaust even better. It's redo the entire interior uh all the seats it says here replaced with lightweight carbon fiber items that just weigh seven kilograms each a seven kilogram seat that's amazing that and you're saving some serious poundage there because usually seats weigh what 15 20 pounds that's that's a lot of weight when you consider you know how how uh how much power it takes for each pound. So really, you're, um, they made this car a lot faster. Just all kinds. I don't, uh, I don't really have, have the time to, like, talk about all the different modifications that they made, but what I've said is a pretty good start. So you can read the rest about it in the link, which you can find at the show notes. So that's pretty much it for, uh, this episode, and I'm glad you are uh, listening to this. I got an email from someone who would like to be a contributor on the blog. So, actually, or actually it was not an email, it was a comment on the weblog. So, uh, if you don't, I left something on the weblog. If you didn't see it, I need your email address so that I can invite you, because, um, I'm so sorry. Don't really remember your name right now. That's terrible. I'm bad with names. Anyway, um, I think it was Ian. I think. Maybe I'm confusing you with someone else. But anyway, so I need your email address. You know who you are. <laughs> um, so that I can send you the the invitation to be on my blog team. Like, with Blogger, you can have a team. So, he has his own blog, and actually, I'll put up a link because I don't have the website right in front of me, but he is hopefully going to be a team member. So, when and if he uh, comes on, I'd like everybody to welcome him. So, he's... I took a look at his weblog. He's doing a really good job, and I think we'd really like to have him... uh, help us out. So, contact info, and then uh, you can go to your next podcast or whatever you're going to do. 
uh, you can contact me in a couple different ways. You can leave comments on the weblog at supercar-radio.blogspot.com or you can email me at supercar.radio at gmail.com. All right, so that should pretty much take care of everything, and I will see you guys in two weeks for Geneva coverage. Stay tuned. Stay subscribed.